This is CliffCentral.com. Hello, <laughs> this is Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. Yes, it's a rude, rough and ready one today. You're not getting ushered. Never, ever gorgeous. rude and rough, Shemaine. <laughs> yeah, but you know, people are used to being ushered in with your gorgeous, smooth, silky, hello, hello, hello. And I can't. You know, but we, we do take turns because uh, I'm sure some people get very, very annoyed with it. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, like you always say, each to his own. It's just, own, yes. Yeah, it's just that's always a pleasure to be here. Welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes, and um, you can send us a message if you want. Oh seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero, and that's WhatsApp. And um, I believe that we um, do have Twitter handles. What's yours, Lee? Mine is at Liesl Tom, <laughs> and yours is at Shemaine H. H. And we forget. To do that every now and again. Um, and also do remember that podcasts will be available afterwards. Get it down. Tell a friend. Download. And spread the love. <laughs> yeah. That was Shemaine Harris for getting to introduce herself. Oh. Much love to you, friend. <laughs> and I'm Liesl Tom. And then, of course, as always on controls, Palesa Mabuya. Hey, Palais. All right. Well, Shemaine. Mm-hmm. Another interesting conversation I today. I love this girl actually today. We've had her before. Yes, we've had Michelle Bennett's before and it's so lovely to have you back. Thank you for joining us again. Looking sun-kissed. Where oh, have you been? Where, where, where were absolutely you? Absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> you know, thank you ladies. Mm. Absolute pleasure and joy to be back here again. I love your work and I love the difference that you make Aww. and it's always a privilege and pleasure to be a part of it. Thank you. That's I felt that. Did you feel that? Yes, no, but Michelle is, uh, you know, not only beautiful on the outside, but uh, absolutely stunning on the inside. Michelle, what are you telling us today? What are we talking about? Well, you know, I, I was chatting to Shemaine a couple of weeks ago um, about a, a process that I had been taught and I was starting to bring it into my own personal life and I was starting to bring it into my coaching practice. And I thought, I thought, you know, I really had to share this with Shemaine because while it's not rocket science, by actually practicing these little principles on a daily basis, um, it is, it's just made such a positive and enriching impact in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen how I've been sharing it with others that it's been doing the same. And, um, you know, life can just get so busy and it can get so noisy. And if we, if, if we don't kind of check in and do these things on a regular basis, what do you know? The day is mm-hmm. gone. The moment's mm-hmm. gone. And we haven't been in the moment. We haven't milked it for all it's worth. And before you know it, we're saying, Oh, it's the end of the year. The year just flew past. And where did it go? Why didn't we suck the juice out of every single minute of it? But that's why we have people like you to come and remind us. <laughs> so, and you're going to talk us through the process. Hey, and I it's am. like we were talking about it earlier or mentioned it a little earlier. And I was quite flippant when I said, Yeah, you know, it's like, easy stuff but it's it's in the doing yeah. you know and in the remembering um you know and yeah so so I'm, I'm, I apologize for being flippant. <laughs> oh, oh, no, not at all. <laughs> it I mean, it's, it's it, also yeah, the, it, it might not be rocket science, but, um, I think it was Martha Beck who said that the soul loves to hear what it already knows. Yeah. You know, being reminded of these things that we know in our heads, but we don't 
practice it yes. is never a bad thing. So thank you so much. You know, yeah. you're very welcome. And and what you say is absolutely true. You know, the only way for these to be these principles or these ways to become embedded is to actually put them into practice. Mm. And in the beginning, it will feel forced and uncomfortable. Um, but once it becomes, you know, unconscious, then you really start to reap the rewards. I, I often use the example of when we first learned to drive. You know, you used to see your parents drive the car and you were like, oh, it's going to be a walk in the park. <laughs> Easiest the thing independence. Ever. <laughs> you know, no more hitchhiking to Joburg mm. and this life of mine is about oh, to begin. Oh, you're giving away your age. I know, I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> people don't hitchhike anymore. No, not in South Africa Definitely anyway. not. <laughs> very rare. I, I left my assistant downstairs. The stairs were too high. Um, but you Are know, you being you serious at- now? <laughs> So, you know, you looked at this and it looked so easy, you know, and um, once you got into it, you started realizing, oh, hang on a minute. It's, it's, it's a little bit awkward. I have to concentrate. Um, yes. I, I need to remember to do that. And, mm. Oh, I forgot to do that. Mm. And then the more you do it, okay, you start to becoming aware. Oh, I remember to do it today. Oh, I, I remember to look through that mirror. And then only eventually do you start to get through a whole day and went, oh. I actually applied it all and I can actually feel the difference in uh-huh. the way that I'm driving. And and I applied it all without thinking about it. Exactly. It but you needed to go nature, through that yes. effortful process mm. in order to do it. But how long does it take? Because apparently there's a you can measure it scientifically for it to start taking effect. Did you get there or is it just kind of like uh, everyone does it the way they go? I think what's the... The, the best way to actually gauge it, because look, if you're going to ask me any science questions, I'm going to just say, I'm <coughs> science oh, no. teacher, please do not pay any attention to what I'm about to say. I'm completely <laughs> unequivocal. No, no, no. no, we're not being that specific. <laughs> isn't it like something like three weeks or there, I, there I is a there number of things that are kind yes. of how to develop some, a new mm, habit? Yeah. Mm. Some say 21 um, days, some say mm. 30 days, some say 40. So I never know whether, you know, it's something specific. Yeah. Look, I think it's going to be an individual journey. But what I would say, and it's something that I often say to the people that I'm doing this with, is you have to find visual ways of bringing it into your world. You know, so you might have talked about things about the power of positive affirmations or something in the past. But if you don't actually put something like that on your phone, scheduled, or mm. something in your room that's worded, or a vision board that gets you the that world trigger and the, the reminder, yeah, that, that you have to do, you have to get serious about putting physical triggers in your world to help you get reminded or to have routines in your world that get you into it on a daily basis. It's not just going to happen by itself. Mm. The world's just far too busy and far too noisy. But we do live in this amazing time where we all have these little gadgets on us mm. that can make that that that's got a little alarm that can remind us exactly. to do things. I mean, I just love technology and as Shemaine very well knows, <laughs> I have a gadget. It's called a muse mm-hmm. that I meditate with. Mm-hmm. And this this muse, um, when you are in the zone, you hear birds singing. And when your brain is active, you hear noise. You can hear the noise in your brain. Wow. But what makes this even nicer is I now have a track record of how many days have I meditated. So some days when I just don't feel like it, yes, I have this... Added 
impetus that I have to do it because otherwise I'm going to break my record. Yes. So technology, obviously, is that something you find in your practice? Is that something that you encourage people to use? Without question. I think very often we are uh, blaming technology for being the distraction as opposed to finding creative ways to use it as a support. It is there. It's a reality. It mm-hmm. exists. And there are so many different can, apps or even ways that you could actually create your own Enhance. stuff. That could prompt you in a more um, empowering way of living. Michelle, that, you and I however, are very, very well controlled <laughs> because Shemaine is jumping up and down. I can about to leap out of the chair right now. Shemaine, we're yeah. all yours. No, 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 no. I just want to say, you know, I want to, I want to give a shout out to people like me who, 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 who uh, you know, technology is available to us, but we don't kind of go there. It's not the natural instinct. And there are a lot of us who, who, who are like that as well. And then they're Who's like, giving away their age now? Oh, I'm giving away my age. I love being in my fifties. I am so reaping the benefits of it. So, but, but the point is, um, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't other 50 something year olds and 60 and 70 something year olds who are like, because they're amazing. Yeah. But you find a generation who goes like, no, I man, give me a, p- a piece of pen and paper yeah. and give me a sticky paper and I'll stick it onto my door and my window Absolutely. and everything. Post-its are amazing. Do you know what I mean? And Whatever then, works for what, you, just yeah. get that visual cue. That interrupts that thinking. That's, thank you for that. Because we get, I get bogged down with the fact that I'm not, um, technically or, or technology savvy enough. Mm. You know, I give myself kudos for being able to, to do stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not, um, so as long as that option is still there. 100%. And if you don't have that, what else can you use? So I, I love the fact that you brought that question in because we can't just rely on something that we're seeing or hearing. We, For us to really create a major shift, you want to engage as many of the senses as possible. So if your routine in you know starting to live a more present and empowering life is to wake up in the morning, drink that glass of water with your feet on the ground, be in that moment, drinking your water with mm. the feet on the ground, like physically feeling present, doing something that gets you smelling something. You know, if there's a fragrance that you can have in the room or lighting a candle that gives you a fragrance or something that you can see, mm-hmm. feel, hear or do. Those are the kinds of anchors that will start to tell your body this is a regular mm-hmm. occurrence and you're connecting the f- to something, not just the busyness that's inside mm-hmm. the head. So technology alone. No. Mm-hmm. But all of these other things that can be built into it can I really like make a profound difference. With the built-in first thing in the morning. I started doing that with my geezer. And this might sound completely off topic. Mm-hmm. But I do that coffee thing. I'm that person who gets up in the morning and I go and do my coffee. So while the coffee is going, I go and switch on that uh, the the um the geezer so that by the time I go and have my shower, the water's warm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then by the time I leave... I know I trigger it and I it, 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 it shuts down. So I have you know. So you can actually build mm. in something. Yes. Um. Uh. Out of you know from a normal day. Yes. Into. And what what you've explained right there is actually one of the pivotal steps of the um the five step process that I was uh, blessed mm-hmm. to learn from Marlene Delanger, and that's all about being present. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go? Do you get, want to give us the 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 five and then go down down I can do, um, if step that's by the way step? We want it. Of course, if you, you want, or if you want the whole shebangle, we would love not hold you in suspense. Yeah. No, we love know, the whole. But we'll try try and start you. and let's see how far you get. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, if we don't get through all, then you know they. You yes. can go back and go like she said, those five oh, okay, P's, perfect. you know. Okay. 
So um, the, the, the five P's to living an empowering life was first of all being present. And we're going to talk a little bit about what that means practically. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the type of person that found it very difficult to understand what being present really meant. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about how to do that. Are oh, you a bit hyper? You know, I'm, I'm very future thinking. I'm right. very goal oriented. You All know, right. it's a, what's next? What's in the day? What do we need to do? And that's actually the opposite of being Living present. In the moment, and even yes. though it's the survival mode and we need to be there, we also need to, to balance that to some degree. Mm-hmm. The next one is positive. And not just about being happy, shiny rainbow days and Yay. unicorn fairy dust, <laughs> about how do we actually be proactive about creating a positive mindset. Okay. Because think about it. When you're feeling positive in a day, is it 90, 99% of the time as a result of somebody doing something or something happening in your environment? So positivity happens to you that you respond to. How much of it do you actually go out and create for yourself? Mm, mm. And you, you'll, and, you'll and that's, if that's where the difference is. That like, is where the difference yeah, is because like, otherwise you're just waiting for it. Mm, you're waiting for it to happen to you Absolutely. instead of you. It's, it's, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, but there's a saying that goes, um, are you waiting for your, uh, for life to happen to you or are you uh, happening to life? Absolutely. You know, so it's and like, if you're not <laughs> happening to, to it, life, honey, yeah. it ain't going to happen. Yeah. It's just literally that simple. I love that, that because it's like a collision. Are you happening to life? It's like, boom. Yes, I'm in. I'm yeah. doing this. <laughs> I'm in here, doing. baby. <laughs> yes. What's okay, go on. on. <laughs> so that's the first two. So being present and positive. Again, not sounding like rocket science, but I'm telling you, they're going to be the keys to changing and shifting the way that you think. Okay. The next one is being proactive. And proactive is about being proactive about where are your thoughts going, person? Mm. What are you thinking about? What is occupying your mind? And how much of it are you allowing to control? You know? I love that. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. I mean, I said to a client of mine the other day, your company has a really big firewall, right? It has a firewall like literally hardly anything but smoke signals can get into this company. And I said, why? Why do they have this firewall? And they said, well, you know, if the bad kind of data comes in, it can break down the systems. It can get out to our clients. It can ruin the whole company. And I said, and yet... You don't question anything that goes in through your own. You accept Mm. every thought, every comment, every statement, everything that you hear is true. Notice how that corrupts your way of thinking and how your way of feeling and how you're being in your day. What do you need to start doing to firewall your mind a little bit and check what's going on in there? That sounds hectic, doesn't it, Lee? I love the way that she's incorporating <laughs> technology. That's all I'm saying here. My friend. I all your brain. I know. And I'm going, that sounds hectic. She goes, I love it. <laughs> Look, at, I, don't, I don't know if this principle for me is more firewalling to make sure that what's in there doesn't get out. Because, I don't know, I think about your meditation that thing that you put on your head. Is that something you struggle with? <laughs> I've got a council up there that drives me insane. <laughs> I, may sh- I bet, probably should have put this in the small print before I came on the show. <laughs> oh, great. You're in good company. So the proactive part is about, you know, not just going through your day in autopilot, being proactive about how you're focusing your thoughts and, and how you're engaging with that thinking process. And I'm sure you guys have talked on the show before about things like Byron Katie, um, you know, different ways of working with limiting beliefs and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's but, well, not particularly um, Byron Katie, but but you know we we talk to so many people, and you know these things filter through, they and do. it's nice reminders for all of us because this with this proactive thing, it would be really nice if we can touch on what when your defenses are down, what can you do then? Because then it becomes really Absolutely. difficult, you know. And some people's defenses are so down that they actually depressed. Yes, you know. So if you don't mind, if we can touch on that a little further, but Absolutely. Get, continue. 
And, and that can link really strongly. I remember last time I came in, I spoke a lot about the Enneagram. And with taking time to have a lot of self-awareness, you can see when you're starting to slip and then be proactive about getting yourself out of it again, as opposed to just feeling lost, you know, and mm. feeling depressed and down. The next P is purpose. Mm. Goes without saying. Without a purpose-driven life, we're adrift. I'm listening to The Alchemist at the moment, read by Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. And oh. that personal legend that that purpose is i mean that's what that's what what keeps us going absolutely so if you don't have a purpose um kind of what's the point what is it all for and the tragedy for me is with so many people that i work with they think that purpose is this holy grail at the end of a journey and mm. the the reality of purpose is finding what you value finding what you stand for and making it real in the moment in the now because Ooh, life that, is she's preaching to me now. To those who don't understand, because that means the girl is going deep right now. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we have this dream. Yes. I want to be a this, that, and the other. Yeah, and so much time gets wasted in looking forward to reaching that that we miss the now. It's the in the moment. The I mm. am doing this right now. Yeah. Mm, I'm Absolutely. grounding. The nice thing about realizing the moment is you're grounding yourself. And I find that even just taking your shoes off sometimes when you forget or when you're highly stressed, I, I, I have to do that. Just to feel my my bare feet yes. mm. on on the ground. Um, it helps to stabilize. It does. And yeah. having a physical interruption into a thought process can be a very powerful, powerful, instantaneous mindfulness exercise. Oh, you're going to have to go there. Not <laughs> just yet. Can we please have the last piece? She's just so demanding. How do you do this with her? She goes with me. She's very kind. And the last, the last P, um, and it kind of makes sense that it comes at the end of the first four is being people centered because we tend to think that we're islands mm. and we try and go it alone. And you can't, we need to realize that we're all in this together and those connections matter. Mm-hmm. And you can't really make a very powerful connection if you're not present, if you're mm-hmm. not positive, if you have no sense of purpose, mm-hmm. and if you're not proactive about the relationships and the kind of relationships and the kind of legacy that you want to leave in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's all these kinds of things that it starts with self and it builds into the reality that we want in the world, which is, it sounds pretty simple, but it's quite a key. Most of us are waking up wanting to create a world that we want to live in. Mm. And we don't realizing, realize that the human being comes before the human doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Please say that again. The human being comes before human doing. Mm. Because so many of us just do. We think mm. we are human doings. Yeah. And we associate so strongly with the labels that we put on ourselves. True. My job is this. Yes. I am a journalist. Therefore, this is what I am. This exactly. is who I am. And that's where, that's where we start to lose our connection. 100%. And one could use that even with personality types and job titles and wife and mother yes. and son and I'm friend. a Virgo. That means I am. I am this. Mm. 
and of course we're those are actually just items Labels. of clothing that we put on ourselves to just yeah. do display a certain element of us to the world but of course there's this I behind all of that the that's real observing you. all of this the real so, you yeah the one the the, the non ego you yes you know, not that ego is wrong, obviously. No, it has we its need place. It. We, yeah. it's, we, wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't survive without yeah. it. And we can enjoy it, but we, we, we get attached to it. Yeah. Mm. And that's where we get stuck, I think, because we go like, oh, my goodness. Now I'm stuck. Now how do I undo that? Yeah. And then pride comes and we can't do it because now you don't want to be embarrassed. You know, you don't want people to see your weaknesses and all that I'm going on. on, on. But that's true, Shemaine. I mean, and and. That creates the reality that we live, that we live so much of our, of our lives externally referenced that the very gift we lose is the internal awareness. Mm-hmm. That one soul that only we actually get to meet because it's inside of us and we never even took the time ourselves to find out what its gifts were, what it wanted, how to, sh- how to let it show up in an authentic space. So, you know, for me, it's just been, I remember coming into coaching so many years ago. Um, oh, and yeah, just, you both are coaches. Yes. Um, I, uh, <laughs> Michelle, Michelle actually practices coaching. I'm, do, I'm just trained as a coach. <laughs> but you, you know what excites me so much? I think, you know, when I went into the industry, it was very much a people looking for self-development, individual growth, spiritual growth, or success in their lives. And it has just become so incredibly awe-inspiring to see that companies are realizing that if they want to employ human doings, they're not going to go very far. And they're bringing these principles into training. And I'm mm. like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my playground. And we're bringing human beings back into the workplace. And I just feel that that is a shift in the world that is just too exciting for words. How does that relate to um, the the person who... There are people who don't like people at all and who are also introverts. Mm-hmm. So how does becoming or t- learning how to be, we, we already are, but, you know, to, to actually put it into practice, be human beings, impact on people like that? Does it make a difference, a positive In terms impact? of the, the in, five piece that we're talking about here? In, in terms of them coming out and, yeah, and, and, yeah, just, you know, getting to a space where they feel safe enough to, to start um, n- not looking at all that stuff as mm-hmm. rubbish. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to note that even if I'm an introverted person, I'm still people-centered. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in on this planet that does not rely on relationship. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the milk that you're buying, the bed under your head, the post that's being delivered, the fact of the matter is you're not an island. And to be mm-hmm. people-centered doesn't suddenly mean that you need to be some kind of, you know, loud and proud, extroverted individual. Animal, no. no. Um, it's all of these things are about the relationship that you have with your inner self. And I think that anybody who's feeling like they don't like people, I think it would obviously, I'd have to know a lot more about that situation. But those kinds of things come from a place of either fear or pain. And I think if somebody is willing to be present and self-aware and explore that in a safe place with a professional and get to the bottom of that and be proactive and positive about how they work with their mindset, they might actually find that the connections they have in their lives are not as painful as they perceive. But that brings us to that presentness because… A lot of where we're living in our lives is so affected by what's happened in the past and our fears and anxieties about the future. Mm. 
you can have your cup of coffee and unlike Shemaine here who actually has that ritual of I'm going to sip this coffee baby it's the first <laughs> sip of my caffeine today and it is going down and I'm going to I'm going to be put, putting on my water and I'm going to be in that shower and I'm going to have this ritual that kind of just it's my little moment in the morning most people are chugging down their coffee while they're walking out the door not even enjoying it mm. Mm. thinking about the meeting that's coming thinking, or exactly. the, the fight with a colleague or whatever Exactly. So, you know, I say to you, like my clients, you know what, even if you're going to go and have a cigarette, go and have it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't sit there say, I'm going to put my feet up on the couch and while I'm lying on the couch going, oh my goodness, I should be doing that spreadsheet. I should be sending that email. You know what? You may as well get up and, and do, do it. it because all of your energy is there. So, so being present is no easy feat, but Contrary to popular belief, it also doesn't take an hour and a half of you sitting in some kind of yoga position, you know, meditating. You could do a very simple presencing exercise with just breath work that I do with some of my clients in less than three minutes. And they're immediately going, I feel refreshed. I feel revived. I feel calm and clear. Mm -hmm. And you can take three minutes at work. Okay. Do we have three yeah. minutes for our people? I, I was just going to say, are you uh, are you allowed to give this uh, to to, to explain this to us, or oh, is it a well, trade secret? No. Well, um, Marlene <laughs> DeLange is one that taught it to me, and I use it very often, and we use it with all of her guys as well. So I'd be absolutely delighted to share it with you. Lovely. Shall we keep it for the end? Yeah, we yes. can do that. And then, then you know, then somebody's got. Shemaine, sure. I'm just <laughs> having an inner, inner, inner debate here whether we should wait for the end. <laughs> let, let's, Somebody let's might, might forget to switch off the microphones. We'll be so present. Okay. We will be present enough something. to get back to this. Okay, perfect. So we're going to put Diesel is good with that. So, we'll yes. We'll put that at the end of the show. Looking it's because of that. my label. I'm a Virgo. But <laughs> I want to ask you when, I mean, we earlier spoke about the positive side of technology, but isn't technology a barrier to being present especially social media no definitely so if you um again as i said to you before present a a moment for you to be present isn't just going to occur you're not going to be suddenly sitting in the middle of the day and all of a sudden nothing is occurring nothing is out of your mind you're just suddenly feeling grounded this is something that you have to with intent come in and say okay you know what I need this three minutes I can feel like I'm feeling a bit stressed or I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed I need to take a gap I need to just get into the present moment and um and look this is one way of doing it but you could do it in any any way also sorry Go ahead. It it starts with awareness because so often we we have this nagging sensation at the back of our minds that you know we we need to take we need to to center ourselves we need to take time out to just become in this moment, but if you're not aware, you don't know what that that nagging is. Absolutely. So being present is also about looking at that. What is your mind telling you? You know, you, you'll know. Physically, if you're feeling tight and stressed and crunched up, there's a lot of negative thinking going on in that head of yours. You know it when you're feeling or open anxious, and flow or, or anxiousness. Anxious. Exactly. It might not be negative, but it could be anxiety. anxiety. It could be something's triggered me for sure. So your body can tell you a lot about it. The way that you're thinking, you're suddenly feeling overwhelmed. These are the kinds of signs that say, okay, you know what? The system is running me. Mm-hmm. I need to step into the control zone here and I need to... I need to create a little bit of present mind. What's actually happening in the here and now? Because if I look at what's actually creating anxiety for me in this moment, it's my son's report and the fact that I've got to go and get the groceries and that wasn't done this morning. And so uh, everything that's creating the noise in this moment, 
99.9% of it is not in this moment. I'm in a dream. Hmm. And I find it quite interesting when I say to the guys, you know, you just got to take a couple of moments to get present. And they say, you know what? what? What's the answer when you say to people they must take time for themselves? What's the answer you get? I don't have time. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And then I say, really? So if your boss had to come up to you now and say, do this spreadsheet, what would you tell him? Okay. No problem. I said, so for you to tell me that you don't have time is only telling me that you don't want to, that you don't think it's a priority and it's an essential priority. Also, the thing that I think we must be aware of is that fact that we, we, when we go into a new space, we judge ourselves. Mm-hmm. So now we go like, okay, I must be present. I must take time for myself. Oh, I didn't get it right. So we go yeah. judging am, ourselves and we just, you, we am just I getting aggravate. it right? Am yeah. I being present right now? So, yes. Yeah. What is the correct so, way to be yeah. present? Yeah. So, so I think it's, it's, it's important to cut ourselves some slack and, and recognize that it's, it's a learning curve. It's, it's a new thing. Or if it's not a new thing, it's an ongoing thing and you keep getting it wrong, but it's still an ongoing thing. I totally you know? agree. I mean, how many times have you got, tr- tried to get into that present state and look in the old days, they used to say, now don't think about anything, hey? <laughs> just, just don't think about yeah, anything. And that works so Empty well. your mind completely. Don't think about the pink elephant. All you can think of is pink elephant, pink elephant. Mm. You know, push those thoughts away. And if you're going to try any kind of presencing with push, it's not going to happen. They're there. Allow them to be there. You're perfect exactly as you are. Being present doesn't require any specific technique. Whatever works for you, works for you. You might get in a present mind by being on a treadmill, by swimming, Mm. by just something that engages your body, anything that just gets you here Mm. in this moment. There's this kid. Well, he's not a kid. He's a grown man. He's 43 or something like that. Went with Miller from the guy from prison break. Uh He says it so beautifully. He says, you don't need a lot of time. He says, like, you just need five minutes doing the thing that you love. He's, you know, like, he went like a, a park bench where you just sit for that five minutes. It's, it's, and you know, he said something so wonderful that I felt so good about. He said, you know, you don't have to go to a spa because everybody wants to take you to a spa. Sunday, yes. somebody wanted to take me to a spa. And I go like, I hate people touching my body that I, <laughs> I want you to know me, you yeah. know, or I want to know. So that for me is high stress. And, but we get tricked into someone else's, um, Space of safety And we try and make it ours Instead of really going for that thing that is Simple, go sit on the grass, have a cup of coffee Have some water, look at the ducks I think that's brilliant Mm. Shemaine, I couldn't agree with you more I think a big part about being present And being present in a powerful way Is self-awareness And whatever journey it is that you go on To learn more about yourself And if you think that you have nothing else to learn Guess what (laughs) I've got clients that are in their 60s going Oh my word I, I never realized I never realized that about myself So anything that's not growing is dying there's mm. always something new to, to learn about yourself. So part about being present is learning about what presence is for you and, um, and honoring that and respecting it and being compassionate with that for sure. So that's present. The next thing is positive. Mm-hmm. And this isn't just about smashing that positive smiley face, you know, that and really affirmations. Happy. I am happy. I am happy. Yes. I am happy. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. There's one that you can you can literally feel the strain coming through the teeth. But I have something to say for that. Yes. It's the start of awareness. 
Uh, yes, it can be. It is. You yes. know, where you go, you like, feel it's I am hungry, I'm like, and then you go, like, and then sometimes it actually does because somebody tells you, no, you need to say it louder for longer, you know, a hundred times. And then eventually you learn, actually, if that, <laughs> three times is, is good, it works. Yeah. yeah. But then that's your zone you get into, you know. So it's the start. It is know. a start, a but start. you are very right, Shemaine. That is, that is, where you, where you cultivate awareness. Because if I say I am happy a hundred times a day and I'm miserable, uh-huh. then I'm going to know that I'm just, you know, yeah. I'm talking nonsense. Mm-hmm. So being true, knowing within yourself that you're trying to show up in a particular way, but the, the trying takes us far from the being once again. So but you see that, that, that is great because this is now the, the culmination of growth that you're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I remember when we started out, we all started out like that tiny little bit of pattern. Yes, baby you steps. You know, baby steps. And maybe somebody's there and starting with those baby steps. But obviously the thing with growth is, or the thing with knowledge is like it, 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 it just, I don't know. It just—it's just so amazing how you everything is on a large scale and so available. Yeah, you know. So, but you uh, advanced? Uh, no, not not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. No, but the, the reality is, is that nobody listening out there, please don't for a moment think that putting these five P's into your life is going to transform you into some spiritual guru that will never feel pain in your life. Circumstances are going to knock you off your feet. You know, situations are going to change. Circumstances can be hard. But these things are a way to say, but there is a way back. Hmm. There's always a way back if you choose to. And that's all about this, you know, being proactive about it. Because think about it. We, we're just talking about now about affirmations and being in a positive mindset. It can be one sentence that could ruin your day. Hmm. If you let it. If you let it, exactly. But that's where your growth is. At. Exactly. You know, for... And I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, so, so that if someone listens to this and goes like, oh, I'm supposed to have that knowledge. No, don't trip yourself up over yeah. it because we all at different stages of learning, isn't it? Exactly. You yeah. know, if you're looking at that little toddler trying to get up on its feet and it's falling down on its butt, you're not sitting there going, okay, well, you're useless. Let's get you back in the uterus. You're no good to man. You know, you're just going to sit there and you're going to go, it's okay. Next yeah. time's going to be better, better. And we need to be as gentle with ourselves in that regard yeah. as well. So the one thing that I wanted to say about being positive is, number one, it's not just something that comes naturally. In fact, we're naturally designed to look for what's going to go wrong. Mm. Our amygdala is out there going, this is dangerous. This is to be afraid of this. Be So naturally, we're actually designed to be more negative than positive, which means we need to be twice as focused on creating a positive environment for ourselves. So that's going out there and going, how am I creating positive experiences and a positive mindset? So I'll put this out to your listeners. You wake up in the morning. What is your very first thought? And how does that impact how it rolls out your day? I want to know, how, how's yours? Because that's an interesting one. I'd love to know yours also, Lisa. I don't have any recollection of, of, of my first thought this morning. Which I don't or, or, have or emotional I, aware, awareness. Which in itself is interesting. Because our thoughts are just allowed to kind of go out and run us. Mm-hmm. What would the difference be if I was standing up with a statement in that day that says, Hey, Wednesday. I'm a coming. I'm a coming at you right now. Hard. You're mine. This day is mine. And setting that stage for I'm going into this world today to create a positive experience. Most people are waking up going, 
Oh, it's Wednesday. Okay, let's get going. Get the kids. Notice the heaviness of the voice, the heaviness of the body, the heaviness of the words themselves are all creating and, and, and pulling towards a negative environment. If you are positive about your body posture, about your inner language, and about what you were creating in your world from that moment, your day could be a completely different experience. Mm. Mm. So it's about making it happen, not waiting for the, not waiting for somebody to say, Oh, Liesl, you look amazing today. Looking at yourself in the mirror in the morning while you're getting ready going, man, I, I'm looking it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for today. I'm amazing. I'm great. I'm going to, I'm going to knock this world out the park. Mm-hmm. So being that voice for yourself, yeah. holding yourself up in the mirror. I mean, it's absolutely proven. Um, if you've seen the Amy Cuddy videos yeah. about body posture and so on, you know, your body posture can actually inform your psychology. I'm so glad you brought so, that in because I wanted to ask right you. Now, I wanted to ask you if 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 um, Amy Cuddy's work forms part of these five P's because mm, having does. presence is, I mean, all all five of these P's boil down or or they create presence. Yes. So I mean, Amy Cuddy would very easily fall into the proactive element of the P to be proactive about how am I sitting. How am I standing? How am I walking? Mm. Because if you're walking around with your shoulders down and you're schloofing along, your psychology, your mindset, everything is going to follow suit. If you're stepping up and shoulders are up and chin is up and you hold that pose. And I mean, I've done this so many times with all Mm. of the talks that I've done. I can walk in front of an audience and thankfully they don't know that I'm Absolutely terrified <laughs> because I'm able to kind of present the body that I, I, I'm standing, I look confident. And then by the time I realize they're actually buying what I'm saying, then I'm like, oh, okay, now I can yeah. really step into Now it. they know your, your trick. <laughs> Those who are going to listen know your trick. <laughs> Shemaine, what's interesting is that if you, if you create that stance that she has four power stances Correct. and if you take Amy Cuddy, the, okay. the, the author of presence, if you, mm-hmm. if you, Assume one of these power poses, your biology changes. And in changing your biology, you change your mindset, which is, I mean... The, so the way the three of us are sitting here now, come ladies, y'all yeah, yeah, are the... Well, I think we're, we're actually all pretty relaxed, open, we're definitely <laughs> energized. I mean, it's a pity you guys uh, are sitting behind the radio, but I'm pretty sure they can pick up the energy in our voices as mm. it's linked to our body mm. posture. There's definitely nobody lying on the desks or on the couches over here. We're all... Sounding very, very bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never, Tell never. Very so, relaxed. Um, so just on that though, you know, you've just... You've said, you know, with the Amy Cuddy work, this power pose can actually change your biology, which can change the way that you think, feel, behave. And here we are as human beings, allowing the system to run unchecked. Mm. At no time are we going, Mm. hang on a minute. So the system is running us. I'm not running the system. That level of self-awareness is something that we slowly but surely start to go, oh, hang on a minute. Look, I'm in it again. I'm sniffing down. I'm hanging on my desk there. I'm not going to be resourceful like this. Or if I'm walking in and I know I've got to deal with my son, son's report that I know I'm really, really not looking forward to. If I'm going in without a present <laughs> state some, of mind. Are you trying to tell your son something? Oh, I'm not like trying. I'm not trying. I've written up. it on the walls. <laughs> I've written it on Just the inside like of his eyelids. Come on. <laughs> as, as long as he never goes and looks for my matric certificate, I'm, I'm <laughs> safe. My, my reputation is safe. But, you know, if you're going in with a preconceived idea about a conversation, you're not present. You're making judgments. Mm. You're out in the dream. Mm. And you're not going to be in a resourceful state when you're dealing with any kind of difficult situations either. 
other. And you know, we do it so often. We we can I can I mention it? We um we kind of like very hyper in terms of our way of thinking. We go and we freaking fetch that monkey from I don't know which tree and you know we've got everything sorted. Yeah. So we go into panic modes where we sometimes overthink things, both Lisa and I. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa one day said, You know what? This is what we do. Go ahead, you tell the story better. It's a story that my dad told me and I kind of misheard him but <laughs> I've 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 adjusted it and this is now mine. So this guy goes on a road trip mm-hmm. and on a very Deserted farm road, gravel road He has a breakdown And he has no water, no food with him And he is thirsty It is hot and he's thirsty And there in the distance He sees a wind pump And he thinks, I best get over there There will be water But as he walks, he thinks What if there are no people? What if the wind pump is broken? What if the people there won't give me water. What if they ask me for money and I don't have money? Mm. What if, what if, what if? And as he gets to the house next to the wind pump, he, he knocks on the door and the guy opens and he says, take your freaking wind pump and shove it where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we do. You know, we have these conversations in our minds. We do. We do. Oh, God, I love that. I have to steal that because it's absolutely true. How many of us, how many of us coming into our like 20 year old selves thought we were going to be sitting at this table today? You know, we, we try to think so far ahead, but I'm sorry to let you guys know there are too many people and too many events that are going to collide with your life that you don't actually have the control you think you do. The only control you do have is to sit in that moment, adapt to change, be present, be positive about it, be mm-hmm. proactive about it. Making yourself feel purposeful in that moment and get on with it. And you are now talking my favorite language, taking responsibility or your ability to respond. Exactly. It's a great way of looking at the word responsibility because your ability to respond. (laughs) And I can see that we've both been inspired by Colleen Joy Page in that because breaking down the word ability to respond Mm. is a great way of Realizing where you're focusing your attention and you need to be proactive about that. So many people are spending their day today thinking about all kinds of things in the news, in the world, in politics, in other people's lives, and they have no ability to make an impact or change on that situation in that moment. Yet all of their focus has gone in there. So being, um, being, I pro- like that. being proactive is finding out what you can have the ability to choose or change. If you cannot, if you cannot change or choose it, it's not in your power, let it go. Mm. If you can change or choose it, take 100% of your power and invest it into that. What's that prayer again? The serenity grant pra- the prayer. Se- yeah, gr- God, oh God, grant me the serenity. The so se- I'm going to run into the... Change the, I'm she, getting, she's getting told, she's I'm told to run. I'm <laughs> <getting told laughs> run. Who told you to run? I'm Did just scared. I'm, 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 I'm scared we're not, I'm scared we're not going to get to, to the breath work. Okay. <laughs> Serenity prayer, people. Breath. It's on the internet. We love you lots. Carry on. <laughs> I'm trying to be a good girl. Doesn't happen often. <laughs> don't don't okay. listen to her. So I'm not yeah. going to spend a whole thing on purpose. We've mentioned mm-hmm. a little bit about what it is. And I think purpose could be as long and as short as, as, as a discussion as one would want. So let me set your mind at ease. Let's give us some, a time frame that you can work okay. with. That's okay. going to help you, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Give so me that contract so that, yeah. so that you do. <laughs> 
So we've got about maximum 10 minutes for us to, you know, Perfect. without the three minutes. Okay, lovely. So, so give yourselves, we've got nine minutes for those last two. Okay, super. So feeling better? Much better. She's <laughs> far kinder than I am. <laughs> Counting my time, guys. Like making sure that I don't want anybody to to walk away. No, I don't think we should abs- uh, skip over purpose. How do you find your purpose? Okay, so that's probably the one question I was wanting to avoid. Okay, <laughs> because moving I think, right along. <laughs> I think that it's um, there are very in, in my mind a lot of people. There's different ways of looking at purpose. So people might be looking for a life purpose, some way to really show up in their lives in a specific way to really feel um, attuned to their values, attuned to who they are, self-discovery and all that kind of thing. And yes, that is part of purpose. Um, what I'm talking about here in kind of the five P's on a daily basis is find time to discover what you value and make it show up in your day to day. So for me, as an example, it's my greatest joy to leave a situation in a happier place than when I found it. I love to make, I love to bring a smile to a person's face or make them feel like they're valuable. I, I, I like human beings to know that they're there. Mm. And I can do that at the Hyperama when I'm buying my groceries. Do yourself a favor, go by the groceries and actually greet the teller by her name. She'll probably fall off her chair mm. and you'll need a paramedic because people just take people for granted. Mm. Yeah. So it's about being in the moment. It's again, it, it again comes down to present that if you're doing something that brings you joy, if it's something that makes your heart sing, be in that moment completely mm. and understand it as being, I'm I am on purpose. I'm living my life on purpose. It's not sweeping past me. I'm here on purpose mm-hmm. in this moment. But you know how sometimes go like, um, we, you can't have so much joy. It's just not good for you. You know, um, we, it, I don't know if you know, but there are still some people who go like too much fun. You're having too much fun. Who are you they? <laughs> okay. okay. I have to tell you right now about this one guy. His name is Sibu Sisu. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's listening in the Bedford View or Morning Hill area knows Sibu Sisu. He is a boom guard guy. And he's so freaking happy that sometimes you just want to punch him in the face to see if he'll frown. He is delightful. He high fives everybody. He fist bumps everybody. He knows the dogs in the people's cars when they drive past. His smile is so wonderful that he had a Facebook thread that is now putting him on the front page of the Edenvale News. Awesome. From a smile. And that's living on purpose. This is a guy that raises a boom every day and he is Deliriously happy And he brings joy To an entire community By smiling and raising a bar Hmm. So when we talk about purpose I'm not saying we need to find This kind of Tibetan place Where I find this spiritual me I'm saying live on purpose Be who you are Where you're at in the moment Connect Mm -hmm. and live life on purpose No matter what you're doing No matter what you're doing Don't Mm -hmm. miss that moment Because your purpose is in the minutes It's in the moment It's in the now Mm -hmm. It could be in that moment Where you're having the conversation With your child But you're busy looking at your phone While you're doing it Mm. And it might be your purpose To really connect And be a meaningful legacy To your child But you're missing that moment Because I'm not here Mm -hmm. I'm not here with you Mm -hmm. So for me, it's about being on purpose. Know you, know what you value, know what you stand for and find every circumstance possible to stand for it. Yeah. There's this woman, I, I, I absolutely admire her work, Shonda Rhimes. And she says she decided to say yes 
So um, she's like just got, you know, she, she, I mean, she, the woman is a mogul. I mean, she, I mean, if I mention a show, you're going to know which one she does. Um, like Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. Private Practice, mm-hmm. all those things, murder, um, how to get away with murder, that, that kind of. And she said she was so busy. And then one day she just said she's going to say yes to everything. You know, um, and then one of the things that happened was her child wanted to just play with her, you know, but normally she'd be like, no, I'm busy. And then she's like, yes, she says she played with her child, changed her mind forever. Now, the child never wants anything more than 15 minutes from her. She certainly got 15 minutes to yes. give, whether it's a child or a teenager. So so what she's saying is that moment is just there, that, you know, and, and but it has yeah. obviously her quality of life, as far as she's concerned, it's done something for her inner being. Well, think so, about it as well. If you want to look at your lifespan from the year of zero to, let's say, 100, let's all say we're going to live this wonderful rich life to 100, we can take away the first 20 years that we gave ourselves to play, mm-hmm. and then we're going to work our entire lives for the last 20 years to play. And by the time we get to our retirement age, we're not going to be as physically fit. We're not mm-hmm. going to be as mentally aware, and we're not going to have the capabilities to do what we can do now. Mm-hmm. And yet all these years we waste thinking of, I'll live later. I'll have yeah. fun when I retire. And yes. people don't retire anymore, so when are we supposed to have fun? And let me tell you, Britney Spears moves when you're 80 just doesn't look as good as when you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got six minutes. <laughs> so bringing it to the last one then is being people-centered. And I think this is number one about relationships. We're a connected species. No one is an island, even if you think you are. Mm. And if you're showing up like this, it will make such a big difference if you reach out to people in a people-centered way, wanting to make a difference. I think that I have found that, my personal experience, that being able to adopt these principles in my life, no matter what is happening in my world, I'm able to touch somebody in a positive way. And I Mm -hmm. think that's the biggest work for all of us. Everybody's actually waiting for permission to show up. Wow. And when you start doing it. That's amazing. Everybody's waiting for permission. They are. To show up. So we don't know that we, it's okay to show up. You know, like there's really awkward parties you go to and everybody's Mm -hmm. been invited and you're just like, well, somebody just put the music on because like we really want (laughs) to. And then somebody gets up and starts the dance and it's like, woohoo. Okay, let's go. (laughs) That's life. That everybody is waiting for somebody to put the music on and dance like they don't care Uh, to give everybody else permission to do the same. Yeah, we're so shy. Hey, we just, uh, somebody told us to keep quiet and, and sit still and, and we're we still doing them. it. We you know, actually into listen adulthood. To them. Yes. We're still doing that. And you know, I like what you said earlier also about that thing where you go and say hello to whomever at the, the checkout. Um, to be the first one to, to go like, listen, I'm here. It's okay for you to show up. Cause that, for me, that it's, it's all got to do with kindness. And I think we as human beings, we're moving into a space of being kind to one another because that opens us up yes. and that allows us our freedom. And I find kindness incredibly sexy. You know, it is just, it turns me yeah. on, on every level, mm. you know. Um, so, yeah, and I probably, if, if, if I should go with somebody, I'd probably, you know, the way I am figured now, probably go with somebody who's kind, you yeah. know, because that, when I see the value as we're getting older, I see the value of that being kind to one another. And to go back to something that you were saying specifically earlier on, Shemaine, is that in a world of technology, we need to try even harder. Mm. 
because we're connect the, the majority of the way that we connect is not human connection. It's technological. Mm. So we need to make sure that we're working hard on making sure that that human connection is worked at and maintained. Okay. A lot of the connection between people is an eye contact for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I, I, you know, you, you spoke about the teller at the, at the um, shops earlier. I often, even if I don't, which I more than not do, even if I don't say hello, looking people in the eyes and smiling at them, I can feel that connection. And that for me brings, that's for me, my purpose, our purpose, according to me, and that's going to the, to the more spiritual level is to serve one another, to make someone else's day brighter. That if, if we don't do that for me, there's, there's no other reason. To totally be. agree. So um, let's get back to those brief minutes. Okay. <laughs> so, so hey, high five to us. So there's two things that I just want to demonstrate. The first one is super, super quick. Mm. I want you and all of your listeners here to just think about as many things as possible. Think about your day. Think about work. Think about dinner. Think about kids. Just fill your head with thinking, thinking, thinking. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm in an interview situation, so I'm observing. Okay. <laughs> and I just want you to make but your I'm head gonna, busy. I'm, okay. okay? Just busy. make your head busy, it's busy, 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 busy. Mm-hmm. And now with your next breath, I want you to completely focus on your breath as it goes through your body. Mm. You can physically feel the difference. Could you hold the attention of everything that was happening in your head as you breathed? No. No, no, you couldn't. Mm. So the moment that you actually shift your attention to something physiological, you disconnect from the noisiness, and you can do that in a split-second conversation where you're being triggered. Mm. So you don't need to breathe and count to 10. Just focus on the, on your breath. Focus where it's going in the body, and it gives you that mental break from where all that noise is taking place. Can I pinch myself also? Will that do the trick too? It probably could. Something mm-hmm. that's physical, just detaching yourself. Maybe some people even have like elastics that they kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> flick in. Because I'm thinking but, that breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's just something proven powerful about breath work yeah. that just kind of gets you deeper into into the body and into a quieter self. Okay. So this is basically just a very basic breath work exercise. And we're going to be breathing, believe it or not, as crazy as it may sound, but you've got me here now and you asked me for it, mm-hmm. is breathing into the head, the heart and the gut. And what does that do while we do that? Do we do we is it one single breath? No. What you get you're just gonna sit back, relax and you're just gonna I'm gonna take you through it step by step. Promise I won't make you do anything crazy. Promise you will keep speaking because on a podcast or in radio, dead air is not on. I promise I'll keep speaking. Okay, let's go for it. So wherever you are, just sitting comfortably. um, And you can even, you don't have to close your eyes. So if you're driving, this is okay. (laughs) Nothing dangerous to it. And all I want you to do is bring your attention to your breathing. You don't need to change what your breathing's doing. It's perfectly okay. Whatever it's doing, it knows what to do. And just focus on your breathing going in and out your body. Feel the chair beneath you. Feel the room that you're in. Just feel completely present. Feel your breath going in and out your body. Just giving yourself this moment. Any thoughts that pop by, they belong. Let them float by like clouds. Don't judge them. They can come and go as they please. Just thank them and bring your attention back to your breath. And with your next breath, I want you to breathe as if you could breathe it straight into your mind. Sweeping clear, breathing straight through your mind. 
taking a deep breath, feeling spaciousness and clarity as it sweeps through your mind. Just one or two of those. Just feel that spaciousness, clarity, this white breath through your mind. With your next breath, breathing into your heart space. So it can be helpful here to really think of somebody that you love, a loved one or a pet. Just something that really makes your heart open and soften. As if you could breathe right into your heart space right now and just feel your heart open. And with your last breath, as if you could breathe it through your nose, down your chest, through your heart, down into your gut, into the ground. Do two more of those in your, in your mouth, down your throat, into your open heart, down your gut, through your legs, down into the ground. And back into the room. So how are you feeling? That feels good, actually. That I'm is a, the longest Shemaine and I have <laughs> ever been quiet in the studio. Well done to you, Michelle Bennett. You have a record. It can be done. It can be done. So that's the five Ps uh, to living a proactive life that I was blessed to be taught. And it's been a real pleasure to share it with you all. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Michelle Bennett. That's it. And, of course, you can get all the information from Cliff Central. Our podcast will be available soon. Downloaded. Get in touch. Let us know what you think. From Ishimane Harris, bye-bye now. Palisa. <laughs> Palisa Mabuye, thank you so much for taking care of us, making sure we sound good. Michelle, sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to allow you back in studio because, you know, for us to be quiet, I'm not <laughs> sure, never a good you know, thing. I'm not sure. Thanks for having me, guys. It was marvelous. It was absolutely brilliant and our pleasure. pleasure. From me, Liesl Tom, take care of yourself. This is CliffCentral.com.